3: Committed is a production of iHeartRadio. What if he met someone, had an attraction to them, seemed to click with them right away, and then found out they were super famous? That's what happened to Samantha. Samantha was working various jobs to make ends meet, and that day she'd been hired to be a promotional model for a car manufacturer. Here's Samantha.
4: That day showed up bright and early at the racetrack. It was like 100 degrees that day, and uh, my job was to get people excited that were standing in line to go uh, on a pace car ride and to check their IDs.
3: She just happened to notice this cute guy, and he definitely noticed her. This is Kyle.
5: I saw out of the distance there was this beautiful woman standing there, and I had asked my PR person to go over and ask her if she wanted to go for the ride around the track in the pace car. It was
4: my first day ever at a racetrack.
5: When all was done with the ride around the track, I didn't have enough courage in that moment because there's fans around, and the fans know who I am, but she didn't know who I was.
4: Growing up in northwest Indiana, we were more... Football, the Bears, you know, we had Sox, Cubs, Bulls, so didn't really know much about racing.
5: So I didn't want to ask her right then and there in front of other people, so I sent my PR person back over to her later in order to ask her for uh, a her her number.
3: I'm Joe Piazza. This is Committed. 2007, Samantha was a college senior studying psychology. Kyle Busch was a famous NASCAR driver. They lived in completely different worlds. By the time he retires, he'll probably go down as one of the greatest NASCAR drivers to ever get behind the wheel. He's also built himself up as this bad boy of racing, earning him the nickname Rowdy. Here comes
0: Kyle, back at him again, he's going to get to him. Yeah, gave him a little shove. Ah, the bump and run, the Bristol move. Bush is wearing out Jimmy Johnson's rear bumper, that's about the third time that he's hit him.
5: Yeah, the 60 was real loose. You gonna quit being nice? <laughs>
0: I know who I can quit being nice too, but it ain't the 60, you know, he didn't do nothing wrong, he was loose. He's gonna take second spot away from Burton, here comes his brother Kyle to the inside.
6: And almost wrecked him.
0: Ah, told Uh-oh. you. There he goes. Oh, I told he did.
6: you. Oh my gosh
0: congratulations to kyle bush yeah you know i never thought i'd see anybody win seven championships jimmy johnson did it i never thought i don't care how you do the math i'd seen somebody win 200 races kyle bush has done it so uh, a big tip of the hat to him he's going to go down as one of the greatest of all times certainly right
5: now in his era there's nobody that's been able to match what kyle bush has done that's true no one's more won more cup races in this decade so the nickname rowdy came from let's see year 2006. I was racing in the truck series a little bit in 2005, and then in 2006, the the guy that I was driving for, he had a main driver that was driving his number 15 truck, and he was like, hey, well, I want you to run a couple races for me in my second truck. What number do you want? And I was like, well, just reverse 15, make it 51. All your trucks are already black. There's a movie character from the movie Days of Thunder, and his number was 51. He drove a black car. His name was Rowdy. And I had also kind of had the persona of not really giving a whole hell of a lot of care to those around me and not giving a crap sometimes. And so I would kind of be a little bit of a menace at times. And so I was a little rowdy and uh, just kind of fit. And we've kind of rolled with it ever since.
3: Rubbin's racing.
5: Rubbin's racing. That's right.
3: When Samantha first found out what Kyle did, she thought it was a little bit of a turnoff that he was a professional athlete. When nicknamed Rowdy, no less. She was juggling four jobs at the time, and she knew she wanted to finish school and go on to get her master's. A long-distance relationship seemed like a pain in the butt. But Kyle persisted, first through text, and then through long phone calls, which lasted late into the night with Samantha snuggled in bed in her pajamas and Kyle somewhere in the middle of the country alone on his NASCAR tour bus. They'd talk until Samantha's phone batteries died.
5: Yeah, three, four months. We uh, just talked over the phone, texted over the phone. There wasn't social media back then, so we couldn't social stalk one another.
3: Well, I could Google you at least. Yeah, she Googled (laughs) me, but I
5: I had nothing for her.
3: Long-distance chatting eventually turned into dating, and that eventually turned into Samantha flying around the country to meet Kyle at races. For that first trip, she refused to let Kyle pay for her plane ticket. Samantha was not going to be beholden to any man. Soon, a year passed, and she was set to graduate at the top of her class with a degree in psychology and a plan to get her master's. Falling in love? Not in her plans. Acceptance letters to master's programs littered her desk, but Samantha really wanted to be with Kyle. And she knew that their relationship wasn't going to survive three years apart for her to go back to school. She knew she wanted Kyle. Even if that meant a life on the road for 38 to 40 weeks out of the year— and careening off of her carefully laid path for a while. So Samantha put her plans on hold, moved to Charlotte after graduation, and hit the road with Kyle.
4: It was completely upside down then. You know, it was awesome getting to travel with him. Before meeting Kyle, I didn't travel all that much, just your typical spring break here and there, but it was also difficult moving away from all of my family and friends. And, you know, now you're in this motorhome, essentially by yourself because I didn't know many people the first few months or year and he's off practicing and I was in a weird foreign town by myself.
5: It just wears on you you know for as long as our season is we go from Valentine's Day all the way through to Thanksgiving that's our race season that's 40 weekends two of those we have off during that span so it's pretty crazy When we first started dating, she knew nothing about racing. Now she can pretty much make calls on the pit box about what to do to make my race car better.
3: Samantha had put her life on hold for Kyle, and that's something he didn't take for granted. He wanted to make her life as comfortable as possible. And so they designed their own motorhome together a literal home on the road.
4: You get to pick out everything right down to the stitching and the pillows. We call it like NASCAR's a traveling circus. And so we have drivers and they caravan these motorhomes and there's lots.
3: They spent their very first night on that bus at the Daytona International Speedway.
4: He had come back from a late practice and it was getting pretty late. And I was starting to take my contacts out. And I'm blind as a bat, like completely blind. So I was halfway taken out of contact. He was like, no, 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 don't do that. He pulled me into the well, living room, kitchen space, and was just talking about how beautiful the bus was and how fun it was to do together and a lot of stuff about the bus, and I was thinking, like, oh, cool. Well, I mean, I love the bus, too. Like, it's very sweet. And then? And then about he us. started talking about us, and I was like, wow, this is out of nowhere. And then he got down on one knee and proposed, and I was completely shocked. Like, there was not even a little little knowledge that it was coming. And he designed, yes, he designed a beautiful ring. It has a vintage costume jewelry feel to it. That was something that my grandma, who's no longer with us, she always loved. And so it was a beautiful custom ring that he did and it was completely out of left field. So that was really cool. Cause there's not much in life that you could be surprised about. So that was exciting.
3: They got married on New Year's Eve in downtown Chicago.
4: The wedding was awesome, beyond awesome. It was Um, awesome. What was really cool is Holy Name Cathedral is right downtown, and when I was a little girl, it was just always at church. I was like, man, I would love to be married here. It's so pretty. It's literally this beautiful cathedral.
5: All they had were some Christmas decorations that were still left over from the Christmas season because it was New Year's, so that was all you were allowed to do within there. But then our reception
4: Our reception was what was originally the Chicago Public Library back in the day. Kyle's race team was really nice and took one of their huge team planes and flew all of Kyle's team guys and their wives and everybody down there. When
5: we have like 300-something people there? Yeah. With her family and then all of my team guys and wives and friends and stuff like that, we... We got a pretty good guest list going.
4: Yeah. And remember she told us, don't worry about everybody else. It's your guys' night. And so I felt like we just got to dance and eat and drink and have so much fun.
3: Compared to her life in college and growing up with a modest upbringing outside of Chicago, Kyle's life was incredibly glamorous for Samantha. Sometimes it felt like living in a fairy tale.
5: We're fortunate enough to live in an awesome house. We have a great motor home. We have a really nice airplanes. So we have amenities and physical purchases that are nice. Even on the off weeks, we tend to travel. We'll yeah. we'll go to the Bahamas or we'll go to Cabo. We'll go to some of our favorite places that we really enjoy to go to. And we have friends in those spaces that come with us or, or meet us there and we hang out with them.
4: I mean, yeah, you can't deny that we get to travel on a plane and stay in a badass motorhome and things like that. But I think then at the end of the day, that's a cool glam part. But then I would say we're just Pretty normal and chill past that. You know, the other weekend in Texas, I would say there's a lot of awesome restaurants. And we went to in and out and Chick-fil-A and brought it back to the bus. So like, you know, there's some balance there.
5: Yep. The early years was certainly the honeymoon phase. So it was yeah. all, all good. Everything was easy.
3: Easy and lovely. That really does sound like living in a fairy tale. And if you look at their life on social media, it looked picture perfect. But no one lives in a fairy tale. And Instagram, it's not reality. Pretty soon after they got married, reality really started to sink in for Kyle and Samantha. We'll find out more about that after a quick break.
2: High Five Casino Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com
7: But the Bartesian cocktail maker, it's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all natural bitters. So dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit dot com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian, premium cocktails on demand.
0: Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, and more right from your phone. Just choose your favorite. Favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and pick three tickets right from your phone at Jackpot.com. Plus, right now use promo code Ohio to get a free lottery ticket with your first play.
7: I love playing the lottery, and Jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone.
0: Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home don't wait go to jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone plus right now use promo code ohio to get a free lottery ticket with your first play go to jackpot.com that's jackpot.com jackpot.com
3: samantha and kyle wanted to give themselves five years of married life before they started having kids it was a perfect plan and we know how much samantha loves plans but as we know perfection doesn't exist
4: We thought it'd be pretty darn easy. Yeah. (laughs) The first couple months were super exciting and fun and different and it just felt different because you've been trying to prevent getting pregnant for so long and so that was good and then a few months went by and we're like okay, not happening, no alarm yet, a few more months went by, okay, why, you know, all of our friends had gotten pregnant very easily. So we started getting a little bit concerned. So we started going to Walgreens and whatnot and getting the ovulation tracking kits and all the apps that tell you what to do and all the online things that tell you what to eat and what to avoid. And so we started doing that and it still wasn't working. Probably around like eight months or so, we went to the doctor and they're like, oh, no, you're fine. Like, give it a year. You know, you've been on birth control for forever. It'll be fine. We did that for a little over a year and then it still hadn't. Worked. And so we went back and finally, after the year mark, and I don't know if that's because of insurance or just the standard practice, but I finally got a blood test and ultrasound to check my ovaries. And it was instant that they said I had PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome.
3: What does PCOS mean for trying to get pregnant?
4: For a woman who doesn't have that Every month Maybe two or three follicles Will start to come up And then one will fully mature And release an egg And either the egg gets fertilized Or it releases And you get your period Well for me I have like I don't know, 20 or 30 of those little things that come up and none of them make a mature egg. So there was no egg to get pregnant with. And so they put me on Clomid, which is a fertility drug that stimulates your ovaries and hopefully produces a mature egg. And so we did that for about a good four months with no success. And it was Finally, after that, that we were referred to a fertility clinic, which then they ran more tests on me, and finally, someone decided to test Kyle, and we found out that I had my PCOS issue, and Kyle had a low sperm count.
5: From the man's side, you know, obviously it's tough, it's difficult.
4: What was really, really frustrating is we were past a year and a half now, and three simple tests, blood work... Sperm sample, ultrasound, would have saved us all of that heartache and agony and mm. tears and failed tests. Infertility is hard on couples. From a female standpoint, it makes you question who you are and why you aren't good enough. And it really left me, I would say, feeling depressed. And then you add hormone medication on top of that, and that's kind of disastrous for an already fragile situation, so that was really hard, and I felt like Kyle was really there to help pick up the pieces after each failed test, after each round of bad news and everything that came with it. He was really awesome at realizing that when I was frustrated or yelling and upset that It wasn't at him, I was taking out on him because he was really one of the only people that knew what was going on at the time, but it was about the situation, and so I felt like he was calm and loving and supportive and really what I needed during that time. For women, every month feels like a year when you're trying, so that's really hard. Regardless of the number of days, it's still painful. Every day hurts.
5: I just kept telling her, look, there's something else that's going to pop up. We need to keep talking to doctors. We need to keep trying to figure some things out and getting some answers. And as we continued to do that, we continued to have the stress kind of relieved. And we kept getting those answers. We kept going down the path.
4: You don't want anybody have to go through this journey, obviously. But knowing one in eight couples do, it's just... So great to see other women connecting with each other because your mom, your best friend, your sister, if they haven't gone through it, they can be there for you, but not in the way that somebody who's gone through it themselves can.
3: Samantha and Kyle were incredibly lucky that their IVF worked on the first round. They welcomed their son, Brexton into the world on May 18th, 2015. Now there's a certain tunnel vision that comes with dealing with infertility. A couple becomes laser-focused on a single goal—the trying, the doing, the end result, and the often slim margins that they face. Because of all that, the costs can become background noise. When Samantha and Kyle got their IVF bills, they were shocked that insurance would hardly cover any of it.
4: And so fortunately for us, we were able to proceed, but we realized quickly that that was the end of the road for a lot of couples— they knew that IVF was their only option to conceive. And most couples don't have twenty dollars to $30,000 just laying around for a rainy day. And on top of it, once you have a child, all the expenses that go into that.
3: The struggle to pay for IVF is very, very real. People have mortgaged their homes and taken second jobs. And those are the lucky folks, the ones who've been able to find resources. But not everyone has a home as an asset to leverage, or the time to take on a second job, particularly during the emotional and physical strain of infertility. That's why Samantha and Kyle decided to pivot the mission of Kyle's nonprofit, the Kyle Bush Foundation, to try to take on infertility, to try to help other families pay these steep, ridiculous bills.
4: I've read in four years now, I mean, hundreds of applications, hearing of women who've had 10 miscarriages, back-to-back to, back, to women that are getting donor eggs from family members to people looking at surrogates to people working for jobs, selling their house and moving in with their parents to be able to afford around. These aren't people coming to us that don't have jobs. These are people that they're nurses, they're police officers, they're firefighters, they're military, they're teachers, they're everyday hardworking people that their salaries just will never allow for them to have $20,000 to just try. It's not right. We have to help these people. These are the people that make our country go. These are the people teaching our future generations, our children, keeping our streets safe. And here it is when they want to have their own families, they don't have the means to do so.
3: Last year, Kyle and Samantha decided to go through round two of IVF to try to have their second child. This time, they approached the process with comfort instead of apprehension. They'd been here before. Here's Kyle and Samantha on the day of their embryo transfer.
4: Today's a big day that we've been waiting for, and we're just hoping that everything goes well, and tell I'm nervous because I'm (laughs)
5: missing All the blood work went good. All your checkups were fine. She's
3: good. They soon learned it worked. They were pregnant with their baby girl.
4: We announced on Thanksgiving we were pregnant.
3: A week later, Samantha was having breakfast with Brexton when she started bleeding. She sent her little boy to find his dad, called the hospital, and prayed that her baby was still alive. This is Samantha describing what happened next.
4: So today, around 11 o'clock, my stomach started hurting. And I stood up, and I was bleeding. And then we went to the doctor, where I was having a lot of clots and bleeding, and they did an ultrasound. And they said my cervix was still closed, and she was in there. But I was in the beginning of a miscarriage. So... Yeah, we knew from the beginning that sharing this, there was always that possibility that, you know, this could happen, I guess, with how Brexton was and how our numbers looked. I never thought it would happen. It's obviously really hard to share. It's just heartbreaking.
3: Samantha had posted that video on Twitter. Sharing the news of her miscarriage with the world was hard, but not sharing it would have been harder. Sharing the tragedy with others was the first step to starting their post-miscarriage life. They wanted, They want to try again. But they're scared. Samantha's been having some strange and unexpected medical symptoms in the months since the miscarriage.
4: I'll be very honest. We are not willing to risk another miscarriage until this issue is resolved because at the current moment, None of the doctors seem to know what's causing it. And so I would hate to rush into it and take a chance and lose another child.
3: It's time for a quick break. Be right back.
7: world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N dot com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand.
0: Paid for by jackpot.com. You must be 18 or older to order a lottery ticket. Please play responsibly. If you or someone you know is a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up, Ohio. At jackpot.com, you can now buy your favorite lottery games, including Powerball, Mega Millions, Pick 3, Rolling Cash 5, and more right from your phone. Just choose your favorite lottery game, pick your lucky numbers, and get your winnings instantly. Buy official Powerball, Mega Millions, and Pick 3 tickets right from your phone at Jackpot.com. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket with your first play.
7: I love playing the lottery, and Jackpot.com makes it so easy because you can buy all your tickets right from your phone.
0: Jackpot.com notifies me right away if I win. It's safe and secure, and I never have to worry about losing my lottery tickets again. This is the greatest thing ever. I can buy tickets right on my phone for all my favorite state lottery games while I'm sitting on my couch at home. Don't wait. Go to Jackpot.com and buy lottery tickets on your phone. Plus, right now, use promo code OHIO to get a free lottery ticket. Lottery ticket with your first play. Go to jackpot.com. That's jackpot.com. Jackpot.com.
3: Samantha and Brexton attend almost all of Kyle's races. They've really figured out how to live on the road as a family. But something you never get used to is being married to someone who risks his life every time he goes to work.
4: His job is very dangerous.
3: In 2015, Samantha was 28 weeks pregnant with Brexton, their miracle baby. She was watching Kyle race at Daytona. He only had about eight laps to go. Kyle bumped his teammate, and his car got a little loose. Did
0: anybody get oh. you there, Kyle? A horrific crash for Kyle Bush, who slid through the infield grass and went head on into the inside wall.
3: I mean, he hit that wall head on.
0: It looked like he never even slowed down. And you see Kyle here being tended to by medical officials.
4: From up on the pit box, you can't see the entire racetrack. You're not above the track. I could obviously hear Tony, our spotter, kind of trying to guide him through the wreck. And I think he probably said something like, back her down, back her down, or lock it up. And that means like, slow up. I realized then after he had said that to Kyle, and then there was nothing, and he asked Kyle if he was okay once, and there was no answer. And then he asked again, and there was no answer. Kyle had always you know, told me that he would answer. I went to Infield Care, and as I was standing there, you know, kept asking everybody, where is he, where is he, where is he? And then one of the head NASCAR nurses came out, and she gave me a hug, and she was like, you need to go to the hospital right now. And I was like, well, why? What's going on? Like, they said he's out of the car. And she was like, just go to the hospital. I'll be honest with you, I don't know who took me there. I don't know who drove. I don't know what car I got in. I just remember getting there, and then there was another waiting room, and it was filling up with all the people and PR and all these people and I I kept asking the lady at the front I need to go back I need to go back and she was like I can't let you the doctor will come out I can't let you mind you I'm 28 weeks pregnant at this time so I'm like a little hormonal and I remember there was this nice old man security guard sitting by the door that you have your little badge to go in yeah I wasn't gonna wait anymore and so I took off Through the hospital, through the door, with this poor old man yelling at me, and I was yelling—I'm not even sure what—but I was going and (laughs) found Kyle because there was a lot of people around his room. Kind of ran in there and wanted to see him, make sure everything was okay, and saw a full bone sticking out of his leg, and quickly realized why they weren't letting me back. But instantly ran to him and just. Started hugging him and kissing him. And what I thought was most remarkable is here he is. His left foot was literally like dangling at the weirdest angle. And there was a bone out his right leg. And the first thing he said was, are you and the baby okay? And so that made me very emotional and was very thoughtful. And then his second statement was, I don't think I'm going to run the Daytona 500 tomorrow. And I was like, <clears throat> probably not. Have you looked down? And I didn't look down. Then it was, you know, it was literally, I I call it a lifetime movie because we obviously asked the doctor if he'd ever be able to race again. And he said, yeah, like he had worked on football players and everything and it was going to take time. And so a lot of people in the NASCAR community wrote it off as, okay, Kyle will probably be out the rest of the year. And as we were in the hospital in Daytona, He told the doctors that on May 16th, there was an all-star race, which means that it's a race just for money, not for points. And so he was going to go back. And mind you, it was February 24th. And the doctors laughed and said that that was not possible. You do not heal that quick. It would not happen. And he was like, nope, that's what I need to do. And, And
5: I also told my boss that.
4: Yep. And it was remarkable to watch him. People might do therapy once a day. Kyle was constantly doing therapy with the bands and working his feet, toes, legs, getting scar massage therapy, pushing through, doing more than what he was supposed to in order to get back. And lo and behold, May 16th, he proved every doctor that we met, every nurse that we met wrong. And he raced that night. And you finished 7th
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Finished seventh. We had our son two days later. Yes. Yeah and then went on a whirlwind of Kyle winning five races in the championship that year. So it was pretty darn cool. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, this is what he loves. This is his job, his passion, everything. And so you don't walk into every race being petrified. That would be no way to live.
3: Samantha didn't know what she was in for that day back in college at the racetrack. She was just doing a job. She also didn't know what would happen when she took a leap of faith and decided to join Kyle on the road instead of going to grad school. But the truth is, we never know exactly what we're in for. Samantha eventually finished her master's degree in industrial and organizational psychology. Today, in addition to being a mom and a race car wife, she's an entrepreneur with a clothing boutique and her own line. Sometimes we have to take the road less traveled. Sometimes the diversion from the plan ends up being the best decision of your life.
6: This episode was hosted and reported by Joe Piazza, with special thanks to Samantha and Kyle Bush. It was produced and edited by Ramsey Hunt, with mixing by Tristan McNeil. The executive producers are Joe Piazza, Tyler Klang, and Julie Douglas theme song and music by Tristan McNeil. For comments, suggestions, or to be part of the show, give us a call at 404-996-1173 That's 404-996-1173 Or send us an email at joe at com. That's j o at committedpodcast.com You can grab a copy of Joe's book How to Be Married on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Committed is a production of iHeartRadio and produced in our studios located in Atlanta, Georgia. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: hey guys back at the playground again huh yep you know what this playground could use a wine country heck yeah and some waves so we could go surfing
3: oh yeah. <laughs> ah,
1: love that
3: a redwood forest would be cool i'm in ah ski slopes let's do it um ten girl go shopping yeah, baby.
2: wait
0: did we just invent california
2: Discover
0: why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. NFLShop.com is your one-stop shop for officially licensed NFL gear to rep your favorite team. Check out the latest arrivals of jerseys, t-shirts, and much more. You'll find everything you need for a winning season with the best selection of NFL gear you'll find anywhere. Assemble your fan uniform for cheering on your team everywhere from the stadium to your couch. Shop an unbeatable selection of gear to showcase your team pride and style. To shop now, go to NFLShop.com.